and welcome to our Soul Pepper podcast series, as the artists both on stage and off take us behind the scenes of the plays and concerts you'll see here at the Young Center for the Performing Arts. In this episode, we're talking to playwright Rosamond Small, whose world premiere adaptation of Edith Wharton's novel The Bunner Sisters takes to the stage August 23rd. She's joined by sisters Dora-nominated director Peter Pasek as they describe the challenges of taking a work of fiction from page to stage. In 1890s New York, Anne and Evelina run a shop together, live together. They have a very small, poverty-stricken life, but a very well-cared-for life together. And they meet a mysterious, kind of wonderful clockmaker, uh, and he threatens to come between them. What I love about this story is it examines this sibling relationship between these two women. Uh, It's a volatile, sort of competitive, uh, very loving relationship. And I think it's treated in the book with the same examination we might give to a really long marriage uh, or a lot of relationships that traditionally women have with men. And this, this story is really about this family, this two-person family, and the sacrifices that they make for each other. Uh, the themes uh, at play in Sisters, I think, I think the play really investigates the, the value and the nature of sacrifice, the kind of sacrifice that, that we all make uh, for family in particular, for family and loved ones. And it examines the boundaries of, of what that sacrifice um, entails. Um, it, it, I guess it pits a sacrifice against um, self-actualization. The play also investigates the nature of time um, and how we experience time, whether it's dragging on slowly uh, when things aren't going well for us or, 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 or how quickly it seems to pass by when, when the going's good. Well, I became completely obsessed with Edith Wharton about two years ago, so I started reading all of her novels. She's a prolific, amazing writer. And uh, and after reading her novels, I started reading her short stories. And this is actually, um, it's a fairly short novel or a fairly long short story, however you want to look at it. And it's uh, one of her more obscure works. It's one of her only works that deals with really uh, impoverished people. She's very famous for writing about dukes and lords and landowners and this story is about two women who have almost nothing and she pays just as much attention to the minutia of their lives as she does to the um, class that she was born into which is very wealthy and I find that she brings this incredible cutting sense of humor to the way she writes about people there's a, a, a dark honesty to the way she writes about relationships love family and she's a, an incredible critic of human life of how we structure family uh, class business economics uh, all through a, a lens of just um, how we treat each other in those in those structures uh, she's just a brilliant brilliant writer mm-hmm. 
the story is so theatrical to my mind. It is full of incredibly rich imagery. Um, the story is, is full of imageries of this clock. The first thing that happens is the older sister Anne buys her younger sister a birthday present and it, it is this clock. And the clock to them is amazing. Like <laughs> that, that they can tell time all day and they just always know what time it is. And they think that's so incredible. Um, and the clock comes with a story, which is meeting this mysterious clockmaker. And so I think what draws me into the story is how you just know their lives are about to change forever. And I mean, that's so interesting. And also the, the relationship between the two sisters is so clear, it's so well drawn, and it's so true to life. I mean, there's no difference, I think, between the way that two siblings treat each other now or a hundred years ago at all. It's the, I've never adapted a book before, so it was an incredibly new process for me. And I think what I just tried to do was, when I read the story, think, what do I love about this? What do I want to experience with other people? Because I think that's why, you know, it's, um, I'm not adapting it into a modern book or even uh, setting it in this time and place. But it felt to me an incredible thing to experience in a communal space. Uh, and that's why it's a piece of theater. And so I wanted to watch this push and pull between these two women and their their struggle and their desire to love each other and their desire uh, and jealousy and frustration with each other and I felt I wanted to experience that drama in a room with with other people and and so that's really the impetus for putting it for putting it on stage So in choosing to adapt this book, I, I, I think sometimes adaptation, it, it sounds as though you're just gonna put the book on, on stage. And it's really nothing like that. I think of it as just as much writing as if I was um, inventing my own story, except that I get to collaborate with Edith Wharton. So uh, I got to really work with my favorite writer, even though she's been dead since the 1930s, and, uh, and just look at what, what she made most primary in her story and what I thought could live on, on stage. So I focused in on the protagonist's journey and just tried to extract, exaggerate, add, even change things to make sure that we're completely focused on what Anne is going through and what these sisters want and need from each other and what they're gonna do about it. You have to make things a little more active on stage. Um, and find ways also to make the unspoken maybe spoken or maybe very obvious because of course we don't have access to their inner thoughts in the way you do in a novel. So uh, with Peter we've talked a lot about how, how can uh, maybe a festering resentment, how is that an action? What, what are you going to do if, all, if in a book we would know that you felt a certain way? How are we going to show? And that's, that's the hard part. <laughs> Anne and Evelina are written in the book with so much specificity. I mean, that was the thing, you know, it's a huge amount of work to adapt a book, but there was no work putting these characters on stage or making dialogue for them because they're written so clearly. And, uh, and also because we know these, these, uh, these stories, the, the older sister who uh, gives things up for the younger sister, the younger sister who maybe gets her way a little bit more. I am a younger sister. This is not an unfamiliar territory. Um, it's, it's really, these, these women are, are written by Edith Wharton so clearly um, that it was really just a matter of extrapolating from her work. So I, I love that about them. Approaching this play as a director, um, first of all, I, there's, this, there's this 
great balance that Rosamond has struck, which is, um, I think, a creation uh, of, of Rosamond's, and it's a way to deal with the uh, psychology that's present in a novel, where we can hear the inner thoughts of a character, whereas on stage we're turning it into action. And so there's this great balance of naturalism, this psychological realism, um, which uh, grounds the, the relationships in the play, um, but there's also these these wonderful surreal sequences where we're in the imagination of the protagonist, uh, which really, um, in a way, creatively blows open the possibilities of, of how we're able to tell the story. And so we're dealing with um, naturalistic relationships, uh, psychological realism, uh, but in a kind of, um, but, but in a very expressionistic kind of um, setting. The, the play is surprisingly optimistic and the story is surprisingly optimistic. It's something I, I've, it's a story with a great deal of darkness and a great deal of pathos, but I found, I found the book made me feel very hopeful. And I, I wonder if that will, I, I hope that will be in, in the stage adaptation as well. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that there's a, there's a great balance uh, between um, humor and drama that, was in the original as well, and, and, and Rosamond has really captured uh, in the play, and, and that's why I think um, it'll be uh, a great audience experience. Listening to Rosamond Small and Peter Pasek in conversation discussing Sisters, based on a novel by Edith Wharton, on stage August 23rd in the Michael Young Theatre at the Young Centre for the Performing Arts. The Soul Pepper podcast series is produced and edited by Gregory J. Sinclair, Soul Pepper's Warnham West Director of Audio Programs. It was recorded by Daniel Malavese and Jason Carlos. Audio programming at Soul Pepper is generously supported by Richard Warnham and Julia West. For more information about everything we're doing here at the Young Centre, please visit soulpepper.ca. Or join the Sisters Conversation on Twitter at hashtag SPSisters. And you can also like us on Facebook. I'm Mimi Warshaw. <laughs>